Science in diction and fact over fiction. Learning and growing and healing afflictions. Authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Library of Alexandria. Today, I'm going to talk about dating and using your personal agency to date in ways that feel aligned with you instead of in ways that feel hindering and inauthentic and performative. And I'm going to teach today with the help of comedian Nicole Byer and actress Nicole Thurman. I love Nicole Byer. She's an absolutely hilarious comedian, and listening to her and her podcasts has brought me abundant joy and laughter. And she has taught me the importance and necessity of a good tee-hee-hee and tee-hee-heeing as much as possible. And because of her, I've been heavily prioritizing laughter, and the results have been abundant and very fulfilling. Thank you, Nicole Byer. And Nicole has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me, which is a pod about just that why people won't date her. She's inquiring about this. And I think it's bizarre she's single. She seems like such a catch. And she's an extraordinary human. And she has guests on her podcast, and they discuss dating. And in one of her episodes, she has Nicole Thurman on as a guest. And as I listened to this great and entertaining episode, I was shocked and a bit disturbed by some of their commentary on how they date and approach dating and how they view dating in general. Now, to be clear, I want to say this first. I am not single. I am not dating, and I haven't been single or dating for a long time. I've been married to my husband, John, for six going on seven years, and we've been together for nine going on ten. And we got married young. We got married when we were 23. Not because we were religious or anything like that. We just really wanted to get married to each other. I also don't have a lot of experience with dating apps. I've used one dating app one time. It was in college, I was 19 or 20, and I was on the rebound. So I went on plenty of fish and I dated this dude just for a few weeks. It was casual, it was not a relationship, and that was that. I never online dated again. So I want to preface this episode with that information. Now, with all of that said, I am still prepared to use my gifts to further my movement. Like I did with the Authenticity Marie Forleo episode, I'm going to do the same thing here and share a recording of Nicole Byer's episode of Why Won't You Date Me with actress Nicole Thurman. Now, I certainly do not expect the great Nicole Byer to listen to this episode or to even have awareness of who I am. Yet, in the instance that you are listening, Nicole, this episode is for you and it is for all the listeners who want to be empowered in their dating life, who want to be empowered in their choices and decisions, and who want to be empowered in the ways in which they conduct themselves and communicate, especially when it comes to dating. All right, so here's some audio from Nicole's podcast, and I will provide my response, my commentary afterwards. That's why I instituted this rule. Maybe it's like a year old at this point. Mm -hmm. I will truly only talk to someone I will only go back and forth with them for like a week. And if they yeah. haven't asked me out, then I don't talk to them anymore. That's really smart. I need to start doing that. I just like, I just let it die. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to just like, I don't want a pen pal. I want someone who wants to like ask me out. Right. Right. And I had a dating coach who was like, you should be asking people out. And I was like, that hasn't worked for me in the past. Yeah. So I'm doing something different. And like, this has worked for me a little bit. Right. I have like a weird hard rule. My rule now is that I will not ask someone out because I, I don't know. It was just like my last relationship was like one of those situations where the guy is like, I like you. I'm just not looking for anything serious right mm -hmm. now. And then like my dumb ass hears, I like you. 
and then is like, fuck the rest. I don't hear the rest of it, you know? So then I spent, you know, a year and a half of my life trying to get some guy who was talking to another woman the whole time. Like, I was trying mm-hmm. to get him to love me. And it's like, that's fucking pointless. So it's, it's hard for me now because I feel like a lot of people will say that to me too. Like, well, maybe they don't know that you like them. Maybe that's why they you kind of end up just being friends with them or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. First of all, I feel like I'm flirting. Second of all, mm-hmm. I don't want to ask a guy out because I don't, I personally am kind of old school and just don't think that works. I mean, it's not even old school. It's just having that bad experience of it not working. Well, every time I've like chased a man, it's not, it truly has not worked out. And then the last couple of people I've dated for that I've dated for more than a date, they've chased me. And then things changed when I was like, you've got me. Now I can tell you that I like you. And then they're like, yuck, yikes. I don't want you anymore. Never did, you stupid bitch. Yes. Uh, so I, I've i said it before on the podcast. I'll say it again. My therapist disagrees with me, but I will die before I tell another man how I feel. I die. think you're right. Die. I would be at the altar in a wedding dress, and I would die before I tell that man that I'm in love with him and want to be with him forever. <laughs> So she's like, Nicole, what are your vows? And I'm like, I don't know. Come back to me. <laughs> like, I won't. You're like, let him say his first. Let him say all his first. You say yours first. I'll say your. What do you mm-hmm. have to say? Does he have something to sign? Can he give me a little blood first? Because I'm not saying nothing until I know this man locked Truly. in. Truly. But also, so you really, so you won't even tell him once you're dating them that you have feelings no. for them? <laughs> no. No. Because the last two times I've done that, a ghost of a girlfriend came back to town and oh he got God. back with her. And then the other time was, I don't know if I believe in monogamy. Oh, and Jesus I was like, Christ. cool. And then, I mean, bad on me because we did go out a couple other times. <laughs> okay. Okay. There is a lot to address and unpack here. So Nicole Byer starts off by saying that if she is talking to someone on and off for about a week and they haven't asked her out yet, she's done with them. She's just going to let it die. So that, I believe, is actually counterproductive to her personal welfare and interest. Her personal welfare being that she wants to protect her peace, and her personal interest being that she wants to deeply connect with someone, she wants to date someone. And I think it's counterproductive because it greatly hinders the natural and organic process of nurturing an aligned connection with someone. Because a week of talking is nothing. She says she doesn't want a pen pal. And I understand that. To a point, it can become monotonous. And it's like, okay, what are we doing here? We're going in circles. We have been deeply connecting and deeply communicating. Why are we just staying stagnant here at this level and not leveling up to more deeper communication, such as going out? I do understand that. However, a week is nothing. It takes time to nurture a genuine and aligned connection. And we need to be picky and intentional and critical about our choices, especially when it comes to who we want to become romantically and intimately involved. I mean, my goodness, most of the time when we apply for a job, we don't even hear back from the employer within a week's time. Actually, I just started watching this fantastic show, Kim's Convenience. It came out in 2015. I'm late to the game per usual. It's on Netflix and it's fantastic. It's a Canadian show about a Korean-Canadian family having a successful convenience store and it's hilarious. And this exact thing came up in an episode I watched yesterday. There's a character named Kimchi. He's a nice man. And he has a, he's got a work flirt. He's flirting with this girl at work. They're vibing with each other. You can tell they're into each other. And two of his coworkers are 
pestering him and negatively judging him. And they're saying, why haven't you asked her out? You guys have been flirting for a week. It's time. Like, chop, chop. Let's do this. Ask her out. And he sticks to his authenticity and he says, no, I'm not going to ask her out yet. I'm still feeling it out. It's only been a week. And once things, once I feel like things are, are aligned for both of us, I'll make the move and I'll ask her out. And that's exactly what he did. And it worked out. Yay, kimchi. I champion you. Also, it's important to understand that it takes a lot of mental bandwidth to judge, to discern whether or not it is going to be in your best interest to take time and energy out of your life to meet with someone in person, to connect with them in an even more intimate manner. It takes critical thinking. It takes listening to your intuition. It takes responding to your body. It takes a lot to judge, to discern whether or not it is in your best interest to take time and energy out of your life to deepen a more intimate connection with someone that you don't know very well. So be judgy, be judgmental. I get very aggravated when I hear and see people say things like, we shouldn't be judgmental. They're being judgy. I'm being judgy. They're judging me. Of course they are. Of course you are. Judgment is a necessary survival tactic. Human beings are animals. It's part of it's part of our human nature. It's part of our fight or flight response. I am judging everyone heavily. I am judging whether I'm looking for a romantic partner or I'm looking for a friend or even an employer. I am judging you to see if we are in alignment. I am judging you to see if you are an emotionally and physically safe person for me to be around. And I'm judging you to see if you will serve me. Okay, moving on. Nicole continues to declare that she will not ask people out. And she said that her dating coach, who I believe is Demona Hoffman, she did have an episode with her on as a guest. Demona Hoffman is a dating coach and she has an awesome podcast called Dates and Mates. Anyway, she said that her dating coach told her that she should be asking people out. And then Nicole said that that hasn't worked for her in the past. And taking a seat back and allowing others to ask her out has worked a little bit. So I've said this many times in my practice. Experience gives us knowledge experience gives us authority and experience gives us influence and we should honor all the teachings we have gained from our unique individual experiences in this thing we call life every single human being's reality is different there's nearly 8 billion people on the planet every single one of those 8 billion realities are different even if there are two people that have had the same experience they are still going to be uniquely and abundantly different because no one's reality can be repeated it's completely unique to you therefore the teachings that we gain from our individual experiences are going to differ and with that said we have personal agency and we can use our personal agency to choose not to let past experiences that did not serve us define us i'll say that again We can use our personal agency to choose not to let a poor experience from the past define how we are going to create future experiences. This is why I say it's so necessary that we use our personal agency to create the reality we want for ourselves. We have to assert our personal agency because if we don't, others are going to assert theirs over us and then we have rendered ourselves powerless and we have pledged allegiance to someone else's agenda and someone else's desires and someone else's values over ours. Okay, moving on. Nicole Thurman 
declares the exact same rule as Nicole Byer. She has a rule for herself where she doesn't ask people out. And she explains why. She said she was in a relationship where the guy didn't, the guy said he wasn't looking for anything serious, which I'll admit is super fucking annoying. And I'm not even dating, although I am deeply empathic and I feel how fucking frustrating that is when people play you like that. The fuck? Here's the thing though. If you are dating and you know you are dating specifically with the intent to be, to nurture a relationship with someone, a deep, intimate relationship, you absolutely need to be upfront about that. I know it sounds counterintuitive and it sounds stupid because it's like, well, we're dating. What the hell else are we doing here if we're not trying to be in a relationship? However, not everyone who is on dating apps is actually looking to date, which again, I I understand is frustrating. However, you have to be clear, and this is going to prevent you from negative situations in the future. Be upfront, be assertive, be authentic, represent, conduct yourself, and communicate authentically. Communicate what you authentically want, who you authentically are, how you authentically feel. When I was dating, I made it very clear to myself first, which is necessary. I made it very clear to myself first and to others that I was pursuing that I had no interest in dating without the intention of getting serious eventually. I was honest and I was honest about that at a very young age and I am partnered. I am married. It worked for me because I was honest and authentic and I found someone who was also honest and authentic and who resonated with my authenticity and honesty. People can't read your mind, people are dumb, and people are mean. So you need to be very clear and upfront without shame or guilt about what you want. But you first need to get clear on what you want. Be upfront with others. Be assertive. Be authentic. Approach dating like how you approach life with fierce intuition, unwavering self-respect, and complete authenticity. It'll work in your favor. I promise. Nicole Thurman continues to say that she will not ask out men, and I believe she is talking about cis men here. She will not ask men out because in the past it hasn't worked for her. She So now she has this belief that it doesn't work. And here is where this is extremely problematic. By choosing to accept that as truth, that when women ask men out, it doesn't work, by choosing, because it's a choice, by choosing to accept that as a truth, She is choosing to accept that as a cultural and societal dogma and a cultural and social expectation that women are expected to take a back seat because if women do assert themselves, it's not going to work out for you. That's problematic. Also, also, this is very important. Everyone listen clearly. It is our duty to create the world we want to live in. And as women, do we want to live in a world where men continue to run it? Do we want to live in a world where men control the dating scene? Do we want to live in a world? Do we want to help create and perpetuate a world that is going to allot men even more power over women? Absolutely not. So you have to change the game. You have to assert yourself. You have to be the change. And Nicole Byer said something about this. She said that anytime she has chased a man, it never works out. And she says that she's also heard several times that men don't like to be chased and men like to chase women. Fuck all of these rules. We need to take rules out of dating, except for the rule of consent that is always necessary. Aside from consent, rules fuck shit up, okay? This is where shit gets fucked. When we pledge allegiance to these rules and social constructs and dogmas and expectations over our innate feelings and our genuine desires and our deepest values, we are revoking our personal agency and our personal power. So when we make these declarations that we won't do something because it, one, hasn't worked for us in the past and two, hasn't worked traditionally and historically, we are creating self-induced words and a self-induced, unfulfilling, unaligned reality. And of course, as I said before, giving away, revoking our personal power and agency. 
And finally, at the end, oh my goodness, <laughs> Nicole Byer says that she will die before she tells a man how she feels. And I'm sure she's aware that that is not in her best interest, even though it may feel like a way to protect her peace. I think she knows and is aware that that is hindering her, especially since her therapist called her out on it. And we all know this. Our voices have tremendous power. Our voices can create change and influence and our voices can progress human society. Our voices can push the collective forward. That's literally what Nicole Byer is doing with her career, with her podcasts, or whether she's doing stand-up as a comedian, or whether she's being an actress guest starring on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or doing a voiceover on Bob's Burgers. Either way, she is using her voice to change the world in positive, beautiful ways. She's making people laugh. She's expanding people's minds like mine. I wasn't prioritizing laughter as much as I was before and now I'm a lot happier and I have a lot more fun in my life in my day-to-day. She's helped me to create a more fun and abundantly joyful reality. Thank you, Nicole. And all because of her voice. All because of her words. And I really want to underscore the importance of speaking every day. I mean, even if you are not a professional speaker, you are still a speaker because you're a human being and human beings speak all day, every day. That's how we communicate as a species. That's how we connect with one another. We speak, we use our voices. And what better way to use our voice, to use our words, to create the reality we want for ourselves and to create the world we want for ourselves and for our fellow humans. Just be vulnerable. I know that sounds easy to say, just do it. It's the truth though. You just have to do it. It's a choice. You have to make the choice. You have to make the decision to be vulnerable and you have to take action on it. I've talked about this many a times. Manifestation is wishful thinking, whereas personal agency is asserting our power and asserting ourselves to create change and create the reality we want. That's the power of assertion. All right, everyone, that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And as always, I hope this empowered you and expanded your mind and served you and affirmed and validated you. And as always, if this episode and podcast resonated with you and or served you, please give it a five-star rating because the more ratings I get, the more visible I become and the more people I can support, champion, and help. And I got to plug myself. I've got merch. Last episode, I mentioned that I have a candle and mug shop where you can get Protect Your Peace soy candles in two different scents. One is a stress-free scent and the other is a Rustic Lodge scent. The stress-free scent is eucalyptus mint and the Rustic Lodge is kind of like a woodsy, evergreen, sage type of smell. And I also have mugs. One says slow mornings because we protect our peace by not moving a thousand miles an hour, which is very common in many of our cultures and societies. And I have a mug that says HSP Serenity. T is spelled T-E-A at the end. I love it. I think it's so clever and witty. <laughs> and now I have apparel. Most of it is eco. Most of it's part of a conscious collection. It's all unisex. And I have t-shirts. I have tanks. I have sweatshirts. I have sweatpants. They say protect your peace on them. They say HSP on them. They say I am self-reference. So go check it out. I will have links to both of my shops in the show notes. Each purchase you make helps to further the movement of self-reverence, protecting your peace, and pledging allegiance to yourself, and of course, supports your solopreneur girl over here. I'm not doing one-on-one coaching anymore, so my e-commerce shop, I'm heavily relying on that for my income right now. However, I will also be getting into corporate training and leadership consulting. I hired a badass and black publicist, and our contract starts on February 1st, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next few months. I'm excited, y'all. She's had Kevin Hart and Tara Rye Trent as clients. She has pictures with Michelle Obama and Oprah. So I am 
hoping some awesome shit happens. She actually already got me a gig as a podcast guest and we haven't even technically signed our contract yet. I haven't even paid her yet and she already got me a gig on a podcast. So I am very excited to see what 2021 brings. Hashtag black girl magic. All right, everyone, I will see you back here next Thursday with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, be sure you are doing whatever you can to protect your peace. Cheers, everyone. Ooh, baby, baby, baby.